0: what's up everyone welcome to this new episode of the flow prints podcast a space where we share the blueprints of our ongoing glow up i'm helena morgan your host i'm a multidisciplinary artist intuitive and highly sensitive and this is where we talk about all things wellness from that special lens we got as creatives we're here every other tuesday of the month so take a seat and let's vibe together Everybody, welcome. Welcome back. I would say welcome to nude listeners and welcome back to those who have been listening since the first mini season. I am so excited to be back. Um, I took a very short break, um, I would say end of April, um, just to recenter and to rework a few things when it comes to the brand, the flow prints, and to rework like certain things when it comes to the podcast. Um, I'm just so excited because I feel like it's been a long time coming um, and it was a lot going on, a lot of just me even handling on my own. And I'm so just excited to have a team. (laughs) So it's been a big milestone and just a big move business wise to bring on um, other people to support me and just to bring their expertise um, so that I would be able to focus on like the creative stuff and the business things. So thank you team for um, existing, for joining me. Um, I'm sure I'll introduce the team at some point. <laughs> um, but I wanted to reintroduce myself and reintroduce the podcast my name is Helena Morgan, and I am your host. I am also a multidisciplinary creative. Um, I'm mostly focused right now on my work as an actor and as a screenwriter. Um, I am a filmmaker, but that has been, you know, it's taken the backseat. It's more of a special occasion kind of thing now, um, whenever I'm like directing or doing anything else like that. Um And then there's a multitude of other things I love to do that um, maybe you'll see one day. Who knows? (laughs) Um, But yeah, for now, I'm mostly focused on acting and screenwriting. Um, I am currently based in Toronto and the Flow Prince podcast is an amazing space where creatives get to talk about wellness. And it is a space where I invite both creatives and practitioners so that they can share like their own journey, um, their own experiences, but also like their expertise if they have any when it comes to different topics. I'm a very curious person. Uh, I love learning new things. And the idea for this podcast came from the fact that I noticed the impact that my creativity had on my wellness and my wellness on my creativity. And I was like, there's no way I'm the only one going through these type of emotions." Like it, it has to be a thing that other people will relate to. And, um, honestly, sometimes it's great. You know, sometimes my wellness supports my creativity and vice versa. And sometimes it's ugly. Like the impact is not always super positive. Um, Which I'm sure a lot of people relate to. And so what I felt like doing was creating a space where we could learn and there would be like a a conversation about what it's like. Um, I also think that it's super important to see people who have been successful in their own way, like in according to their own definition of success. And to see how they've overcome certain challenges that, you know, some of us might be going through now, um, there's a lot of wisdom in that. And I love that there's a space to do that. Um, for me, my wellness journey and specifically in, in the realm of like the flow prints podcast, like we're going to recenter around, I would say, because wellness is a big term, right? Um, it's definitely including spirituality, self-care, and mental health. Those are like the three main things. Um, we might, you know, touch on other topics, but for the most part, that's what it's going to be about. And creativity to me is like, it's going to be multidisciplinary because why not? Okay. Um, and creatives to me, the way I define creatives uh, is that they are artists and entrepreneurs. I would include entrepreneurs also. Um, I feel like we have very similar approaches to life. Um, And the flow prints is primarily for professional creatives. Um, But I would say that if you are someone that is practicing your creativity in the form of a hobby, this is for you too. I feel like on a human level, anybody that really cares about uh, their wellness, healing, their growth, all of that, this is going to be for you. So um, thank you for joining me and I hope that you learn a lot. I hope that you laugh. I hope that um, you feel seen and heard and supported that's a massive thing, right? Um the flow prints is not just for me, it's really like for us. It is for creatives by creatives. So I'm really grateful for all of you that listened to the first like mini season that came out. This was like a great time for me. I'm really grateful to have learned everything I learned and just to have been able to experiment and 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 talk about a few a few things that were really interesting. So make sure you check out like the previous episodes. They're still extremely relevant. Um, The theme, I think now is a good time to talk about that. The theme for today is rebirth. Rebirth is a massive theme, I feel, for everybody. We have gone through a really, really (laughs) tough time for the past couple of years. Um, So I feel like what kind of discovering, like, a new world, a new society. Um, there's been, like, a big shift uh, collectively. And then individually, I feel like we're also discovering who we are, like, the new versions of ourselves. Um, that's been a massive thing for me. I feel like even just relaunching this podcast with all the changes, it is a rebirth. Um, the podcast launched in February on the second of February 2022, all the twos. Um but yeah, with all the different shifts and the, the the different moves and the plans and all of that, like it is a rebirth. So it is a very, very timely topic. And um I think I'm gonna talk a little bit about why it's been a rebirth for me. Um I'm based in Toronto. Toronto has been my home for four years, which is weird because two and a half of them have been the pandemic. <laughs> so I did not get more familiar with the city. Um, so yeah, I'd been only, in, like I, I had been in Toronto for only like a year and a half to two years prior to COVID and um, that has affected me on all levels. Um not always positively. And one day, uh, <laughs> one day I'll get into how Toronto has impacted me, affected me. Um, professionally speaking, like there's been a lot of opportunities, a lot of growth, a lot of um, milestones and maybe validation in a in a way. Because um, I do feel like being trusted with funding, for example, is something that makes you feel more... Uh, credible it, it brings like a different layer of um, trust when it comes to artistry um, so for me that's been great I would say in terms of community which t- is a massive uh, theme for me um, friendships family all of that it's been a lot going on and the rebirth for me is that I'm finding out, you know, who the new me is. And as I'm doing that, also experiencing other people, whether it's people that I know, people that I don't know. I'm meeting a lot of new people, which is great. Um, But it's a process and we've all changed. I feel like even for people who are not like me, new to or relatively new to a city, um, who might be in their hometown and they know everybody I feel like because we've all changed, or because a lot of us have changed, our dynamics, our relationships have changed. And um, that to me is like part of the forever evolving um, aspect of life, right? Um, rebirths involve a lot of shedding, a lot of deaths, a lot of discomfort. I meant, I meant death, not in the literal way. Maybe for some people it's going to be literal, but (sighs) being born again means dying, honestly. And that is uncomfortable. It requires so much patience. I feel like personally, my patience is very conditional. I have things that I'm very uh, (laughs) passionate, passionate, (laughs) passionate. I have things that I'm very patient with and I have things that I... I don't know. I just, I'm impatient. I can't wait. I, I, I have more attachment. I have more expectations and all of that. And this process is like, you just can't speed through it. Like you cannot, even if you want to, it's just going to happen at the pace it's meant to happen. And that's it. Um, and I feel like Rebirths are also about creating new habits, reevaluating our values, our needs, and all of that. And when that changes, it's like, okay, how do I fulfill those needs? And how do the people around me also fulfill those needs? Um, And it's, it's, it's a time that's teaching me to express myself authentically and to speak up for myself to express needs that maybe before I used to think like people had to read my mind about you know or things that like needs that were uncomfortable to voice um so yeah the rebirth involves like a lot of um growth when it comes to communication with other people um, for me, it's involved like a lot of endings with my relationships, a lot of endings with projects also. Um, and when it comes to the flow prints, the flow prints as a, an overall brand ecosystem, which includes the podcast, the flow is my companion, essentially. It's like my accountability partner and companion and, uh, baby and, uh partner and whatever like it is my husband wife whatever spouse yeah. <laughs> it's everything <laughs> um and why because it's a very sacred project it's like even if I want to fuck up I cannot I can't it's like it has boundaries it has an aura it has all the protection it needs to thrive and that's beautiful. I feel like everything that I'm practicing outside of the full prints, I can always observe like something that is parallel going on with the project, right? Um, I get a lot of lessons. Um, it teaches me a lot of different lessons about myself and about other people. It teaches me to observe things, observe people patiently um definitely about patience but not in well I mean more so in pacing myself like there is no rushing with the flow prints and so the funniest thing is um I've talked about it on my socials but I don't know that I've brought it up on the podcast um I'm an actor i'm a trained actor and this is something that was set aside for a number of years for various reasons um, i had to release certain projects as a director and that's a lot of work uh, i also went through like mental health things like depression anxiety my body changed and i wasn't as comfortable doing it um, and also i moved And it takes time to just reestablish yourself and create roots in a new place. So um, I've just recently gotten back into acting, which has been very, very exciting. And I feel like the most magical thing is that the flow is teaching me how to assert myself as an actor, right? I am signed. I have uh, two agents as an actor, which um, is amazing. And taking things to a different level when it comes to auditioning and all of that. And the opportunities that I get. But there are parts of me. Like I have a pattern when it comes to people pleasing that I'm healing, that I'm working on and all of that. And the flow prints is like that thing that just gets rid of any people pleasing way like any way that i am slipping back into that it's like no we're not doing that sorry <laughs> it's not going to work for us <laughs> um so it's it's beautiful because i get to tell myself okay this is what's happening with you and acting how would you do it if it was within the flow prince realm and so all these lessons that i get with the flow prints, i get to carry them into my other disciplines, my other businesses, my relationships, like on a personal level, all of that. And yeah, to me, it is magical because it's like, it's never about perfection. It's just about authenticity. And it really pushes me to be authentic across the board. Um, even if I do something that's not as authentic and... And true to me in life, there will be a point throughout the week where I'll be like, "This is not how I would have handled things when it comes to the flow prints," and so I'm going to need to do something about that. Um, And if I was to give an example with acting, um, you know, there's a whole dynamic that's not simple to figure out when it comes to having agents. It's that you know. You work as a team, but there's also one of the goals is to make money, right? <laughs> um, obviously, to build a career and build a strong foundation and to love what you're doing. But yes, there is a money incentive and... As some of you might know, there's the part of acting, which is like film, TV, even animation, all of that. And then there's commercials. There's a lot of other things, but I'm just going to limit it to that, right? Commercials might not be as fun as other things, depending on the opportunities you get. And for me, like after a little while, after a couple of months, I would say I started noticing what I resonated with and what I didn't. And I feel like the entertainment business is very much like one where you, it's almost like you're taught to, like I would say, most creative um, industries, where you have to put up with things so that you can get a result, right? Like you're, it's, there's something disempowering if you don't realize that you are the authority, like you are the one that decides what you wanna do and what you don't wanna do. Um, but because there's that notion of like, you know, paying your dues, like, um, doing what needs to be done until you get to what you really, really want to do. It might be tough at certain times to figure out like, okay, what are my boundaries when it comes to acting? What are my boundaries? And I'm talking about myself, obviously, but what are my boundaries when it comes to my craft? What am I comfortable with? What am I not comfortable with? can I express it? How do I express it? Um, it can be tricky. And so for someone like me that has like this little thing with people pleasing, um, which might be hard to believe for certain people, but yes, I absolutely have that (laughs) little struggle every now and then, um, with acting, it's like I was confronted with the fact that I needed to have a conversation with my agents and tell them what I enjoyed doing and what I didn't enjoy so much. Um, And that's vulnerable because there was that little voice inside my head that was like, ooh, what are the consequences of speaking up for yourself? Like, could that be a negative thing? And honestly, at the end of the day, like, anything that's for you won't miss you and the people who are really there to support you will support you even when you express a boundary but yes in the moment there might be like a part of you that's like "Mm, could this be the end (laughs) and I definitely felt that way for a minute um it took me maybe like a whole day to even like craft an email that was like straight to the point and had the questions I wanted to ask right um, because acting with agents is not the same as acting on your own and so there is novelty for me in that um, I was never signed prior like I was also in a city that didn't require me to have an agent at that point like everything would come to me very easily through connections through my friends and all of that um so yeah now is my first year of being signed as an actor. Um and I really (laughs) I feel really excited but also like I'm very much challenged on a regular basis. I'm like, okay, this is this is something I love. So let me express that I love it. But also when I don't, like let me say that I don't necessarily want to do too much of that or I don't want to do any of that. Um, and I'm grateful. I'm just grateful that I get to do that. I get to observe those things and to learn from that. It's a process. Um, definitely not like a wake up one day and like, oh, I no longer <laughs> have difficulty expressing, you know, my needs or my preferences, all of that. Um, so yeah, the flow print and acting are like the two newest things. And, because the flow prince is like all those things for me, like my baby, but also my partner and all blah, blah, blah. Um, I also, I also get to, um, to pour into it. Right. I also get to pour my wisdom and hopefully, hopefully I learn, or oh, people learn from the flow prince as much as I'm learning from it. Um, but I hope that what I'm sharing is also helpful to all of you. If I had to pick a word for this era, this rebirth, it would be community, it would be tribe. And that's both on a personal level, on a professional level, on a social media level, absolutely. Um, there's such a big part of me that wants to, you know, interact with people, like just have a space where I'm able to give and I'm able to get energy back, right? Um, I took very significant, like, I don't know, I took a step back, a lot of steps back <laughs> when it comes to social media um, and... Social media is that thing that is ever evolving, you know. If you leave and you come back, it's definitely not the same as before. And so for me, that rebirth also includes like allowing myself to be seen. Allowing myself to be visible again. Um and finding out what that means now because it's not going to mean the same as when I was more visible a few years ago. Um I would say like for three years, I had like a very, I don't know, not a good relationship with social media. Um, The same way I was not comfortable with acting and and being visible, I was not comfortable being on social media. And there's an aspect of social media where like there's that weird etiquette that people have where like, (laughs) if you do that, Please let me know. (laughs) I definitely do it. Um, Where you like have people that you're connected to on that platform that you don't really fuck with. (laughs) It's like a courtesy follow and um, it means something if you unfollow as if it's like, oh, God, I just broke my relationship with you in person. So we'll talk about that on a different episode, but yes, being seen. That is a big part of this rebirth for me, um, allowing myself to show my skills and my talent on a bigger platform, um, believing in myself as I reach for new opportunities, as people reach out to me and flowing so much more and taking care of myself. Even better, like through that rebirth, I've personally developed like a lot of new practices. I just, thanks to Tamas Garad, (laughs) I was introduced to an acupuncturist, and I had been wanting to see one for years. But I care so much about um, referrals when it comes to energy work and healing, so I just couldn't rush with that. And I'm so glad I waited. I've um, become like more familiar with flower essences. Uh, what are some new things I picked up? Journaling, Journaling and meditating um, have been a part of my life for several years. So that's not new. Um, ooh, Grounding myself, I would say. Cleaning my aura have been like new practices. It's like my energetic hygiene is on a different level. Like I used to try and get away with, I don't even know how often I would just clean my aura. or just ground myself in that capacity. But (laughs) now I try to do it daily, honestly. And I know that it should be probably like twice a day. The same way that you shower and brush your teeth, you should clean the energies that you carry around with people. And so I've become very aware that um, I can't afford to do that. I cannot afford to jump out of bed and get online um, without grounding myself, without setting intentions and just feeling myself, right? Before inviting the energies of other people into my life, into my home, into whatever. Um, So that's been like a massive part of it. Um, Even when I'm cooking, man, like when I'm cooking, I really try to do it it's like I've blessed my food. I started understanding why people pray before they eat their food. Like I've never done that in my life. Nobody in my family does that. (laughs) Even the people who are religious, like it's never been a thing in my family. And so now I'm just, oh, this is why people bless the food and the hands that cooked it. So now I cook with a lot more intentions um, I try to really like calm myself down when I'm cooking just so that I, that's infused in my food. Right. Um, but yeah, working with plants, working with, like I said, flowers, that's a massive part. And I'm trying to think nutrition, food in what way, like more in the scientific side of it, like just understanding how food affects our mind, our mental health, our like physical health, all of that. Um, And yeah, I've let go of uh, therapy, but I might go back. (laughs) It's like I've realized that my anxiety might be on a level where like I'm not necessarily fully aware that of, what, of where my baseline is, which I don't like that. I need to know that my baseline is zero and that when I get anxious, I know where to, you know, I know how to come back down. But now it's like, hmm, it's been such a while that, such a long while that I um, <laughs> I might need to <laughs> have a professional, like, I don't know measure my cortisol levels and stuff like that. So, um these are new things that I'm doing and I hope I get to create more experiences for you as an audience um that are in-person experiences, events and stuff like that. Like I really want us to vibe together and to have a space to heal have a space to heal, to grow, to figure things out. You know, one of the major things that I've um, kind of figured out about the flow prints is that I want there to be all this space made so that you know how to, so that we, I don't know, it's not you, it's us, (laughs) all of us. We get to incorporate a lot of that wellness into how we navigate the world, right? The point is, I want us to show up as our most authentic, truest, best selves through wellness. Like how to meditate before an important meeting, you know, how to use flower essences to speak up for yourself, to open your throat chakra, to speak from a place of, you know, wow, this is what I mean. I'm speaking up for myself what else? Even like, you know, oh, I didn't mention that, but I've been microdosing. I kind of took a pause, but, um, microdosing has been a part of me gaining a certain level of awareness of how I can, um, um, tap into like my higher self. So essentially, just figuring out who she is and trying to (laughs) let her take over as often as possible. Um, That's been a massive part of my journey and, you know, how to microdose to access another level of awareness, how to microdose to manifest like, I don't know if manifest is the right word, but like how to, you know, manifest like that new life that we want for ourselves. How to bring more money into our lives. Um, And I have somebody that I really want to ask on the podcast so that we can talk about money because money is energy. Um, But all of that, you know, energetically, how do we create a life of financial abundance and financial literacy? Hmm. All of these things. Um, I wish to bring to you via the podcast, via the brand, the space, the community, the everything, the flow prints. And thank you so much for being a part of the adventure. I, I would like to encourage you to do three things before we wrap up. Number one, I would love for you to share the podcast with five people, maybe up to 10 people, you know, let's do it. Up to 10 people that you think would absolutely resonate with it, that you know would love it um, in your network, in your community. Two, please leave us a review on Spotify or on iTunes, wherever you're listening. This helps us so much. And three, that's the third thing. Sign up for the newsletter. (laughs) We got a newsletter coming and um, it's going to be fab. It's going to launch at the end of June. Um, and yeah, we want to put a lot of good little things in, in there and we would love for you to just subscribe. Um, so this is it for the relaunch episode. Thank you again for being a part of the adventure. And I hope this has been a good one, like a good episode, um, and see you next time. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> hi welcome to the very first float prince guided meditation this is my very first time doing this and i'm so happy to be sharing this with you thank you for showing up i've been wanting to do this for a hot minute but energy work is such a responsibility and I feel like I've been focused on doing this for me doing this for the people in my life so it's a big milestone to be sharing this with all of you listeners and people that I haven't necessarily met in real life today I'd like to share a meditation to ground ourselves and to connect with our higher self, our truest self. Doing this is soothing, and it's also an act of spiritual hygiene. Because whether we are online or offline, we usually end up absorbing some people's energy. People we interacted with, had conversations with, strangers, posting, ignoring comments on Twitter, anything. And most of us don't have the strongest energetic boundaries, but even if you do, it's good to clear out your field. You already know. First, you'll want to find a comfortable position, whether it's seated or lying down. I usually feel like sitting keeps you more focused and it prevents you from completely falling asleep, but you do you. And once you're comfortable, close your eyes. We're gonna take three deep breaths in through the nose, then out through the mouth. Notice how your body feels, if it's relaxed, or if you feel any tension. If you do feel some tension, let's inhale one more time through the nose. And then as you exhale, release any tension, any heavy feeling that May be stuck in your body, any resistance you may have. Feel free to move your body softly and you can let out a sound as you exhale if you feel the need to. If you yawn or cry or even burp at any point that is completely normal, it's your releasing. Now give yourself permission to take another few breaths and be present in your body as you connect with the part of you that deeply desires to channel your higher self. Now I want you to imagine that you are walking out of a cave and witnessing the most beautiful waterfall. You walk towards the bottom of that waterfall and sit comfortably right next to it. And you're taking in the beauty of your surroundings. The sun is beaming somewhere above you. When you are seated, imagine a grounding cord as large as possible, as large as your body, coming from the center of the earth all the way to your root chakra, at the bottom of your spine. You are fully and securely grounded. You are able to release any of the heavy energies limiting beliefs, any tension that no longer belongs in your body, aura, or energetic field, whether they are yours or belong to others, you may now return that to the earth. You can use your hands or fingertips to move the energy out of your field. If you work with a team of angels spirit guides ancestors this is a good time to ask them to assist you in calling all of your energy back if you work alone you can ask your higher self to assist you in calling back any energy you gave away any energy that may have leaked been squandered any light power, love, or agency, any energy that ended up outside of you with or without your consent, awareness, or good judgment. Call all of that energy back across all timelines and dimensions. do this you can ask your guides to help you sort through these energies so that what still benefits you can re-enter your body and aura and what is no longer needed can either be released through your grounding cord or be stored in your Akashic records You don't know what the akashic is it's okay just release through your grounding cord for now take as long as you need to do that and i'll be back in a few minutes now imagine light filling you up through that grounding cord and coming at the bottom of your spine and traveling all the way up to your crown the top of your head it's like you're cleansing some more notice which color that light is you can pick a color if you want And once you're done with that, say hi to your higher self. They might look exactly like you. They might not be visible just yet. Maybe you just feel them or hear them. It's the part of you that feels completely aligned, peaceful. The wisest part of you. And slowly imagine that you're creating a big golden Sun above your head it gets bigger and bigger as big as you can it's like a bubble all this energy that you call back it's going into that golden Sun all the positive power love all your light, your agency and inner authority. Imagine it getting bigger and bigger and your higher self is helping you carry that sun with ease. It's not heavy, it's pure light. And when you are ready, let all that light pour into you from your crown. It's you embodying that sun, that golden, bright light, And you are now recharged. Now thank yourself, your higher self and your spirit team. Give yourself a big hug, literally. And once you've done that, you can open your eyes. Thank you for doing this with me, and until next time...